What's going on, y'all? James Hicks here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time. This being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use. Right, been looking for how to get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers how to really how to monetize and believe it or not I found the right platform that's getting the job done that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up that platform is anchor anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Check it out. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. This is an ad for Anchor, if you didn't guess that by now. Check it out. If you want to get started with Anchor, if you want to start sending out your message, owning your own platform, broadcasting your message, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me, join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. There we go. There we go. January 20th, 2021. Tall boy scoop. How you living, man? Hey, man. I'm, I'm living good. Uh, I think it's called a palindrome day where it's called 12021. Is that what they call it? I think that's what it's called. Polydrome. P-A-L-I-D-R-O-M-E. Correct can you, me can you spell that for me? Can, can you spell that for me so I can do it? So I can ask Google or uh, yeah, Yahoo yeah. what that's all about. Yeah, Google it real quick. P-A-L-I-D-R-O-M-E. If I, if I misspelled it. Lord have mercy. You got you got me doing homework. Look, I've been, been working. Palindrome, ladies and gentlemen. What is a palindrome? Is a word, number, phrase, or other sequence of characters which reads the same backwards as it does forward. And and what is today? Polydrome Day, and it's also and it's also uh, National DJs Day. So if you're a DJ or know a DJ, shout out to all the DJs that are out there in the world that uh, are spinning. They might not be able to be in the clubs or doing parties or events, but today is National DJs Day. I want to give all my love to my DJ friends. Um, you guys have made life easy, uh, take stress away from us. So I just want to just. Salute you on this National DJ Day. 
Hey, speaking of that, before you go on, DJ Cassidy got a little something going on tonight. So uh, okay. pass the mic. Yep, pass the mic. Okay. I know. Okay. See, I, I know about techniques 1200s. I, back back in the day, that yes, sir. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. I know a little something hey. about the DJ world. Hey. I, I don't know. But all right, that's what's up. But uh, it's tech. But, you know, but today, before we get started, today was history. I'm about to say, uh, didn't something else go on today? I, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a song by uh, YG that says, F Donald Trump. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't said his name, but I will say that that song is on my uh, workout. Uh, that, that's in my, my training playlist there. Every time I go to the gym, that, that is on the playlist. <laughs> right, right. So uh, so today, if, if you're behind a rock and you do not know what's going on, if mm. you're watching abroad, um, thank you for the ones that do watch abroad. Uh, today was very significant because um, we got a chance to reclaim our time. <laughs> I love that. Uh, we got a chance to reclaim our time as the 46th president, Mr. Joe Robinette Biden, was uh, elected yeah. and also the first Asian and uh, African-American woman, um, uh, Kamala <laughs> D. Harris, I don't remember the last name, so uh, the apologies uh, for not knowing the name. I don't need no HBCU. <laughs> Look, you don't want them AKs coming after you. Don't want them stories coming after you. I don't need that. So shout out to the vice president and the president of the United States. Um, you guys made history, and uh, maybe we can start getting back to a new, uh, getting back to normalcy, slowly but surely. Yeah, just just to get you out of trouble. Her middle name is Debbie. See, I didn't want to say it, and then I messed you know, it up. I, I, I can't let you. I can't just leave you out there. That shows how much we are here for each other. I, I can't let. You. But look, yeah, we, we would be remiss, right, brother, if we didn't start today or even talk about the significance of today, right? Uh, this is this is history. This this country has done this every four years since its inception, and it's it's it speaks volumes to the world. Uh, it, it matters, and tradition matters. So the fact that we were able to have the inauguration, the fact that we were able to have kind of the pomp and circumstance, right, of, of the president, the vice president, and, and going through all the actions today, irregardless of what we've been through the last four years, it matters that the world sees that we we got knocked down a little bit, but we're standing back up and we're moving forward and we're moving forward, hopefully more collectively, and um, move, moving towards more of a positive union. It's definitely not a perfect union. And if you look at the Constitution, it does not say a perfect union, it says a more perfect union. So just the fact that we're, we, we had some challenges uh, very recently and we're moving forward to, to build uh, our synergy amongst ourselves, left, right, center, whomever the case you may be, as you sit in those rooms, as you have those debates, as you have those dialogues, you can do it, as the president has said, as the President Biden has said, without shouting, without yelling at each other, but with mutual respect. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm excited. Right. I, I, again, I think uh, there's there's a newness in the air. I feel it. Uh, I was able to spend some of the time today with, with my kids and, you know, especially with my daughter watching that and, and seeing uh, the vice president Kamala Harris uh, take the oath. My, my son came downstairs during a break in, in his school today and said, this is pretty cool Dad." So, I mean, I mean, th those things matter and uh, uh, feel hopeful. Now let's get to work. Now, you know, now, now 
he's got to get to work. He, he signed 15 executive orders. The first 10 minutes he was sitting in his chair and they're definitely getting to work. So I, I think we needed to, to do our little part as well. And I think we are, are doing that by having those awkward conversations like we do here on the lab or on other shows, things like that, by actually having a platform and a voice and bringing on different types of uh, uh, personalities to interview and talk about. So in a way, I think we're doing something to help move the needle as well. So I'll get off the soapbox. And uh, but that, that's what I wanted to say. Well, the last thing I, I would like to say before we go right into the tech, um, this was good to have families. And in a way, it was kind of spoke with someone today and they said that um, because certain or some schools are doing virtual learning, um, Wednesdays have been off, but they made kids go back to school today. Um, okay. So they can watch the virtual learn. I mean, watch the inauguration. And the person that I spoke with today said this was a family day. This was a day that you as a parent should have sat down with your kids and said, you know what, this is what this means. This is history. This is not necessarily a school moment, shall we say. And mm -hmm. if you watched it at school or, you know, you had to be at school, um, from my understanding, uh, a couple school districts, they did say that it was mandatory that students watch the inauguration. So financially, the kids are like, I don't have to do any work today. <laughs> Uh, hopefully there's no pop quizzes tomorrow. Yeah, wait, wait until the homework comes, right? No, yeah, the pop quizzes. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I, I, with all that being said, you know, um, I thought today was very significant that if you were an American, you're proud to be an American, you know, I think the word unity really stood out and it's all right, you got to do this work. Now we put you in office, this is what you're going to do. We have kids that are watching us now. And now that they're watching us, what are you going to do? And I think his address, he said, if anyone disrespects anybody, I'll fire you on the spot. I you heard that, right? Hey, I, I had I paused it right quick and turned it back up because when he said that, I mean, this man is not playing. When he, when he yeah. told all thousand people that were on that virtual session, you right. disrespect anyone, I'll fire you on the spot. So go I, ahead, Charlie. Let's make it happen. That's what I'm, I don't want to see anybody lose their job. But if you disrespect somebody, but I think that starts to make things back to normal and it starts to set the precedent to say this is what uh we're about and this yeah. is what america is we're going to stand for class and you know for unity so uh, with that being said our first topic is with biden being sworn in as president what will it mean for tech so uh you got any thoughts on that i i, I do and and I, I see a comment that came in here from uh someone near and dear to my heart, my, my, my wonderful mother-in-law. And yes, we, we, we will talk about young Miss Amanda Gorman because uh, the hill we climb is definitely a poem that I'm looking for. She is Maya Angelou in, in Reincarnate for sure. And I, I, I take things, look, look, let, let's, we'll, let, let's, 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 let's pause for a minute. We'll, we'll get to the tech part, but look, 21 year old Amanda Gorman went up there and, and, and said this poem that touched, I don't care who you voted for. I, I don't care what side of the aisle that, that you're on. If, if you heard this 22 year old woman get up there and really embody the heart, the soul of Maya Angelou and embody the heart and soul of everything that we are striving for. We are, we are, we are, we've wanted to say for a long period of time, the, the fact that half of her poem was written 
she hadn't finished all of her poem. By the day we had the insurrection and, and the issues on the Capitol steps, she still wasn't finished writing it. So she completed the rest of her poem after that. And it really came out and resonate with the statements that she was making. So uh, there is hope for the future. And it's, it's really comforting to hear and see that the next generation, the generation behind us, right? Those 20 some year olds, those, those teenagers really are, keenly aware of what's going on around them. Yeah, they may have their phones and, and they may be in those, uh, you know, watching YouTube and watching whatever deep in social media, but they are really absorbing everything that's going on and really taking it to heart, right? My kids have become incredibly more aware, more more political, more, 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 more uh, outspoken in terms of what they see as right versus wrong. And I think what Amanda Gorman did today, just being someone, again, someone of color, someone at that age, 22 years old, and speaking so eloquently. The, the words that she spoke just just were incredibly moving. I, I got choked up. I got teary-eyed. I, I had to walk away and leave. Yeah, I had to go get ready for, for some work conferences. But again, just, just really soaking up everything that she said, I think, resonates with not just the 75, however many million people that voted for Biden, but the 70 so million folks that voted for, for 45. I think it really just speaks to the heart and the soul of this country and where we are turning the page and starting starting fresh. So that being said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit here and I'm, I'm gonna get slightly emotional and you don't wanna get that on camera because you know the internet doesn't go away and it, and it stays around forever. But uh, I, so I'll, I'll say that and I wanted to, to definitely uh, mention that, thank you. Thank you, Mama Sheila, for bringing that up to me. Uh, <laughs> right. back, back, so back to the tech, brother. Back, back to the tech. So, so here, here's something interesting, right? All, all of the social media accounts are back. <laughs> I, I, I resubscribed to POTUS. I resubscribed to the White House. Uh, I resubscribed to all, all of those Twitter feeds now because they're, they're back and they are. They now have a, a sane and individual. Uh, Running those, running those accounts, right? Because they, there is someone now running those accounts and speaking less anger and less less divisiveness, but more. It's only day one, true. But uh, again, he's setting the tone for a, for a new a, a, a new day in America. So, so yeah, the fact that the social media accounts have now been reopened for the office, the government, for that that person, those people to push out messages. I honestly don't believe, to be honest with you, so just speaking about Twitter, Facebook, and you know those accounts, I don't think that Biden's going to use those accounts as extensively as as 45 did, right? Because because there's it's so impersonal. I can send out a tweet, I can send out a status update on Facebook or, or where the case may be, but there's there, there's no emotion in that. And I, I I honestly believe, and I think that Biden is going to use the visual. He's going to be on camera. He's going to be on TV. He's going to be sitting at the Resolute desk, speaking to the American people, using his voice, inflecting, showing emotion like he did uh, yesterday when, he, when they were leaving Delaware, crying if necessary when things get, get hard and, you know, and just showing that emotion. You can't show that in 144 or however many characters on a, on a computer screen. So yeah, it's great that those accounts are, are, are available and are, and are back turned on, but I don't see those again as being as relevant or as frequently used as 
systems and 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 documents of record for for this 46th president what about you you you, you, you put you put me on screen when i when i get to look man I've, I've been on stage all day today so look let me tell you something i'm fired up fired up ready to go i i, I mean I know that this was not the original article I wanted to speak on, but I do think that he has that part of that transition team. He has somebody that could probably assist him with being able to relate to the younger audience. Yeah. Um, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Um, from my, I'm not sure of the brother's name, but I do believe he's African American, so he's able to reach the youth, and he's also able to reach the culture. Shall we say that's yeah. part of that? person that's handling his, um, his social media. Um, well, when you think about this though, when, when you sit back and you, and you look at all the cabinet positions, right? It really is a reflection of, of America, of America. Yeah. Right. He, he's got every, every shade, size, color, whatever the case may be in, in, in cabinet level positions. But this is what we wanted. I mean, True. you don't want an America where it only shows one side of the population mm -hmm. or, or one race or one culture that you want something that shows even whether you agree or you disagree with LGBTQ or transgender, uh, African-American, Caucasian, Indian, Asian, whether you agree or disagree, they're still American. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, Americans, you know, and I'm for me, traveling abroad, and you've traveled abroad as well, mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to sway away because I really want us to get into this, uh, this, this tech and how it affects America, but traveling abroad, find out Americans really look out for other Americans who are in other countries. We may not look out for each other here in the United States the way we probably should. We may not give that dollar or that quarter to you know mm -hmm. a homeless person or some kids, you know, with water, selling water at the corner here in America. But when you're in another country, really look out for one another. And to see, like you said, that virtual um, cabinet swearing in moment, just to see that it was different races and backgrounds. Yeah, man. Like, And then to see that they were all on Zoom calls. So it brings in the tech. To oh, where, look at you. A little, little transition with the, with yeah, the tech. It, <laughs> it, 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 brings, it brings in the tech aspect because of COVID. And it's almost kind of like, remember the Jetsons? We grew up in the Jetsons era. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. we're now living in that Jetsons era. And it's cool to be in the Jetsons era, shall we say. Yeah, um, uh, you're right, right? So the press conference is going on right now, which normally doesn't happen. And, and again, there's not as many people that are in the room. But the fact that video conferencing, Zoom, whatever the case may be, whatever the tech platform it is, that's going to become a norm, right? There, there, there aren't going to be a lot of face-to-face -face dialogues and conversations going on probably for another year right i mean we, we still got to get shots at arms we we, we got to get past that whole thing so you have to get a shot in the arm not me <laughs> that's on you uh, you start walking you know bow-legged and stuff like that that's on you i'm not i don't know about that shot that's gonna be you okay that, well that that's a that's a whole uh, we can have that's that conversation as well but yeah so, so I, with I that being said i want to i want to transition because how does Biden being sworn in, what does it mean for tech? And I think one of the key things that uh, we need to pay attention to is Section 230. And if anyone is not familiar or if you're not familiar with Section 230, um, 
it has something to do where the law protects Google, Facebook, Twitter, and other tech giants from lawsuits over the content that their users post on platforms. So, Correct. So with that being said, do you think it should be reformed? No, uh, I, I think we as active, so every social platform that you utilize, right, you sign up to use, uh, they're free from a dollars and cents perspective, right? So you don't pay to actually use those. I would personally prefer to actually have a, a premium platform that we actually do pay for because then, then there's some more ownership and there's some onus on the user. But in the end user license agreement or in the terms of servers that you agree to that no one reads, when they sign up for these particular platforms, there are statements from the organizations, from the Twitters, from the Facebooks, the LinkedIn's and, and, and the case may be that they aren't culpable for the content that you put out, but they can pull you off of their platform should you violate their um, terms of usage. So hate speech, uh, violence, um, uh, abuse, th things of that nature, right? So if, if, if it gets egregious in nature to where they, they uh, Facebook sees that you're promoting negative feelings and negative connotations such as that, they can pull you off, which is what they did with 45 and what, what they have done consistently as they see over, over time with, with different groups, with different individuals and things of that nature. I, I do believe that and this, this, this is me being in the industry, having this conversation that those organizations themselves should continue to set the precedent in place, right? That, that they will remove individuals, remove accounts, remove groups or whatever that do promote those types of negative connotations. But really the onus is on you, man, right? If you, if you are gonna put that type of information out, then some type of law authority should, should eventually come after you as opposed to coming out after Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, who started Facebook, I would I would rather go out and 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 prosecute you for putting out that 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 information, that hateful rhetoric, as opposed to focusing all of the, all of my efforts as a, as a law organization on on the platform in and of itself. So I once so one I I tweeted to Jack and told him to cut off forty five. I'm I'm taking credit for it. Uh, I know I didn't have anything to do with it, but I, so I, I applaud I applaud all of the platforms for taking off the demeaning rhetoric that was being pushed out there by certain individuals and by and, and they continue to do that. And they've, they've done it before, even this past couple of weeks. And I think they will continue to do that. Long answer short, I don't think that the larger organizations need to be held as culpable as the individual because the individual is the one that's pushing out that information they are providing the platform and if you fall outside of the scope and the framework of the of the of the rules and regulations of using those platforms then you can possibly be censured you can possibly be kicked off or things like that it's just like going into a business back in the old day right we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone you go into a ampm or 7-eleven you don't have any shoes or shirt on they don't have to let you in there. That's true. I, right? I, I, I get what you're saying. And, oh. and look, it's it's controversial and and it's gray and it really is great. Uh, I I think that there again needs to continue to be processes in place to make sure that those types of groups and those types of messages don't fester and don't linger. And so whatever algorithms need to be put into place to ensure that again those types of things don't turn into what they have turned into. 
I think that needs to be put in place. Systems and processes from the organizations need to be uh, uh, put into place to where, again, they don't allow certain keywords, certain search topics, certain phrases, whatever the case may be, to 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 grow and, and fester on those platforms. But again, the onus at the end of the day is on the individuals who are trying to push out those types of messages. And they are the ones that I would I would focus my my efforts and my attention on prosecuting. I, I can agree with that. All right. The second thing, rural, rural broadband. Um, high speed broadband is essential in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, at a t- uh, Biden rural policy reads at a time when so many jobs and businesses could be located anywhere, high speed mm-hmm. internet access should be a great economic equalizer for rural America, not another economic disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for businesses to keep going and to grow on the way they should without broadband access. Um, what do you think of having a broadband or extending broadband or fiber uh, internet capabilities uh, out into the rural areas. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Right. I mean, the, the digital divide is, was, was a catchphrase for a while back in probably what in the Clinton days, <laughs> but, but now it, you know, it, it, it's reality, right? The fact that there are so many people, even in, in this country, right. Harry um, forget, and only like saying third world country, but just more remote types of locations. But just in the United States, not having access to information, especially for for schooling, right? Kids should have access to the Encyclopedia Britannica online. Uh, need to have access to do research paper research uh, activities by going through the Googles and the Yahoos and the DuckDuck. You know, all all of those platforms to, to give them that information. We now work from home almost 90% of, of the time, right? You, so you, you got to have high-speed internet to, to run cameras, to run microphones, to run searches and things like that. It is a requirement, I think, just to be able to have a decent level of connectivity to the broader world. We've seen it so much more even with, with COVID, right? Just being able to connect with family, just being able to have that random Facebook Messenger or Zoom session with your family when you were quarantined for when you were quarantined for Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, right? Just being able to get your entire extended family together online and have conversations, see each other, right? Because you couldn't go visit them. You can't do that when you have dial-up. I don't know. Hopefully, not too many people still have have dial-up. But uh, I mean, when, when you have DSL level connectivity, when you don't have an effective means of connecting to the outside world that it really is no longer a uh, luxury item it really is no longer a a want it has become to the point where it's a need this whole digital economy this whole digital ecosystem this is how work gets done this is how communication happens and if you can't communicate with the outside world then you then you get locked in that that's when you get um you get that that speaks to a lot of a lot of mental health issues as well, right? Again, if you can't have those dialogues with folks, if you and I couldn't have our conversations over mobile technology and, and telephony and things like that, you know that that would be a, a that would be horrible, 
right? Just, just being able to communicate with the ones that we care about, the ones that we love and, and being able to have those dialogues and not just audio is great, but to have the the bandwidth to bring in a video session that, that really, again, is no longer uh, a want. I, I believe it's more of a need. And, and I believe the majority of those in power from a political perspective and also from a private business perspective realize that. We've seen Google put up balloons in the air, right, to try to spread uh, internet connectivity across the globe, not just across the U.S. We've seen other companies drawing fiber lines underneath the, underneath the oceans and underneath water to try to, again, bridge that digital divide gap. So it, it's happening. It's not happening as fast as, as many of us would want it to. But, you know, again, it's it's a it's a Herculean effort to again try to connect every endpoint on the planet because we are consuming so much data uh, every single day anyway. So we're we're trying to catch a, a moving train as we as we lay down this infrastructure as well. Well, for the ones who do not know, James is a technologist, and is that right? Oh, and, Lord. And, and this is what he does for a living. So, you know, no, let me no, let me get the jazz hands going, brother, and get to talking. You, you see, I don't see is him doing a TED talk in a suit. That's the only thing. It's called the lab, but you can clearly tell that he's very passionate about this. Um, I short answer, uh, the, the times that we're living in, you have to have it. Like I said, we're living in a George Jetson. The Jetsons era, you have to have be able to communicate with Mr. Spacely. You got to be able to communicate, you know, with your family. And right now, especially with COVID, this is uh, the infrastructure has already been built for us to have it. Why are we not taking advantage of it? And it should be able to be able to be reached, not just only to people who live in metropolitan areas, yeah. but also to all areas, whether it's rural or, you know, across uh, interstate lines. Um, next, uh, China and tariffs. Now, this is really big. Uh, that and the online privacy. Um, unfortunately, um, I I don't know. Do you call them forty five? Do you call them the Donald? Do you call them the you know the clown? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm gonna be respect. I'm gonna see. I don't like him, but I'm gonna be respectful. I haven't called his name. I just call him forty five. So it's all it's okay, all. So forty five. It. If I'm if I'm correct, and I'm reading this. Um, he had 15, what is it? It says, uh, trying to find it. He had two rounds of tariffs, including 15, including a 15% uh, tariff on products like phones, laptops, and mm -hmm. tablets mm -hmm. that have gone into effect. And then another round was avoided in a phase one trade deal. So that means all our technology, such as our, you know, our, the stuff that we like, our toys, they're passing that cost, those tariffs, they're passing those costs on to us and sure. as a consumer. And we have to pay for that. So those phones are no longer the $6.99 to $9.99 price point. They're now, you know, 15% more yeah. because of these tariffs. Uh, I don't know what President Biden will do with this, but hopefully he'll do something about it to where, you know, that cost is eliminated or is reduced to where it's now you know and, and at the end of the end of the day like you said we're going to pay for what we want so uh I, I, but i do think that it's not fair that tariffs are put on uh products um are those same american-made products being put are tariffs being put on to china or is it just we just had bad blood with 
with China because of 45 that, yep. you you know, it's like, hey, we don't want your stuff in here. And don't get me wrong. We, we all want American-made products. So don't, I mean, I think we do need to shop more American. Um, but unfortunately, the infrastructure, even though the infrastructure is there for technology, I don't think the infrastructure is there for consumer products or uh, for tablets, American-made tablets, American-made phones. I, I just don't think the infrastructure is there. So we still need to rely on either AR allies or, or rely on people that, you know, that, that that's just what they do. They're good yeah. at what they do. Yeah, and I'd be interested for the folks that are watching and listening, right? Yeah, definitely chime in, send a, send a, a comment across. Look again, the, the, we are we have the awkward, hard conversations. Uh, hopefully, you agree. Hopefully, you don't agree, right? So, we, we would love to have the conversation and have the dialogue uh, amongst the folks that are listening and and watching. Uh, and if you want to come on camera and be on and be on screen, we, we'll definitely do that as well. Uh, I agree with you to an extent, right? The the issue, look, it's always cost so much to buy something that's made in the United States. Why? Because it costs so much to make something in the United States. We we have the infrastructure that we don't have in place is the manufacturing piece. We have the innovation, right? We have some incredibly innovative minds here in the United States of America. So we, we can think of everything we, we we can think we can take a, a man off this planet or we can take a person off this planet put them on another on a, on the moon bring them back we can put uh uh you know a satellite going across the galaxy we can take pictures of mars we, we can do all that right elon musk put his car on a on a on a spaceship and and shot it out to on his way to mars so we can do all of those things we have the innovation here it's just from a manufacturing perspective you know, this country has always been focused on kind of the uh, building and materials on kind of the, the core f fundamentals of building a, a, a society. So uh, ma manufacturing when it comes to uh, construction, manufacturing as, as it comes to you know, you know, building infrastructure like that. But from a technology perspective, you know, there, there really was a, a, a paradigm shift or a momentous shift from the Asian organizations and the, and the Asian countries and companies where they really ramped up their uh, capabilities, their factory, their automation, their, their abilities to make those chips and to make those diodes and to make those transistors at a much faster pace and at a much lower wage, right? If you think about it, that, that's really where, where it all boils down to the fact that we make so much per hour, per day, per year, as compared to someone living in China, as compared to someone living in Thailand or wherever the case may be, that, that, that's at the core of it right there, right? We, we have that higher cost of living for whatever reason, right? Again, that, that's a whole different conversation that we can go to into at, a, at, a, at another date. But the fact that we are slowly catching up to having those facilities and those factories in place where we can actually manufacture the core components for these technology pieces that's when you start seeing the prices come down. Right now, we're, we're still so so dependent on on China and and Japan and and other places overseas, where again that cost of living, that cost of manufacturing, that that cost of development of those core components is even cheaper to think of it here. Have someone sitting in China 
have them physically build it and then ship it over the seas to here. It's still cheaper to go through all of that than to literally build something here in Cupertino or in Texas or in, in New York, whatever the case may be. So that, so we, so we can talk about the symptom, right? You know, the fact that it, it's 15% tariffs on stuff coming from China, but you know, the, the, the core and the crux of the problem is that the, the overall cost of doing business with ourselves is too high. All right. I got and again, those, those are those are my thoughts. And and look, I I, I I'm a Monday morning quarterback, right? I, I I see some things. I know a couple of things. I'm a generalist. I'm not the smartest person in the room. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. That means I'm in the wrong room. But you know, I got, I got an opinion, and I see things, and kind of been in this technology industry for good lord, almost three decades, right? I'm I'm an old man, um, and it hasn't really changed rapidly from. The statement that I just said, it still is so much more cost effective for Apple to think of the iPhone here in Cupertino, design it here. But you know what? Foxconn in in China, you put this thing together, box it up for me, ship it to me on a, on a big freighter ship, and I can still sell this thing for $900,000 and people will think that's a great deal. It's crazy. I do. I think it's here. And look, every two years I'm buying a new iPhone. Yeah. But, you know, still that, that is still significantly less than it will cost to make every single thing here. I, I think you're right. When we don't have the manufacturing. but We have the mind here. Yeah. And I want to give highlight. And I know I didn't talk to you about this before the show, but I challenge anybody and everybody to go look up this person's name and look up their company. I'm going to see if I can share this screen real quick. Um, I want you to look up this person. Her name is Dawn Dixon. I, I had a chance to do some research on her yesterday, and she's the CEO of a company called Popcom. And basically, if you're looking to find a way to invest something um, and you want to get in at a low cost and you want to believe or you believe in a product, uh, I think this might be the future with what she's doing. Um, she has vending machines that will now allow cannabis, uh, alcohol, and other products to be sold in stores. Or right now, she has one vending machine inside of um, inside of a, a mall in Ohio, and she was supposed to launch in Amsterdam, but because of COVID, she wasn't able to do it. But mm -hmm. do some research, and I think this is kind of what the lab is all about is highlighting certain people. Uh, we got to find a way to get her on this show to mm -hmm. talk about what she's doing. But um, I, I, I was really impressed. I think she had an interview on Breakfast Club um, and she's doing awesome things. But get to know this person here. Um, this person right here, I think you'll walk away very impressed. Her name is Dawn Dixon. She doesn't know me. I don't know her. I just happened to fall into something and I was reading and I was watching and I was listening and I was Googling and I'm like, yo, this woman is doing her thing. So company is called Popcom. I'm not getting paid for any of this. I don't get any kickback off of it. <laughs> but I, I just think that, you know, like you said, the innovation is here. Yeah. And with, the and with the innovation being here, she does not have the manufacturing, but she has the creative mind. And I think it's just great be able to say how can we find a way for that 
Agreed. So, Agreed. Um, with that being said, let's transition a little bit. Um, you know, we, we, we got to talk a little bit. <laughs> I hate doing this, but we're going to talk a little bit about. Let Apple. me guess. I was going to say, let me, let me guess. You're going you're gonna to bring up. <laughs> nothing wrong with talking about Apple, brother. You, you know, it, it, it's like, it's like multiple stages of denial, right? I mean, you, you know, you, what was it? You're angry, you're upset, you're sad, and you just, you, you can't get away from it. Don't stop fighting it. Don't don't fight it. Just just come on over sometime. I'm trying to get you into Clubhouse so you can be part of that new social experiment of what's happening. But right now it's only iOS and it's not for you Android folks. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm sure it's coming. But if you would just get you an iOS device, you, you could join the uh, the audio social media revolution that's happening with Clubhouse. No. All right. Well, with that being said, if you don't have if you don't install iphone apps on your m1 macbook air pro or mini you might be out so i'm gonna give james a little bit of, uh, <laughs> first of all before we go before you go any further i'm loving seeing you uh host the show that i mean you're bringing up all of the uh, the overlays and and the screen shares and the comments i'm i'm, I'm love i'm gonna keep my hands in my pocket i i, I love this so i appreciate you on that it's good stuff look, look, a true I, collaborative I, I, effort I, I pulled all, I, I pulled the research for today, and this is not a bragging moment, but it was funny because I literally said, you know what? Christmas just came. We yeah. bought all these new toys, we bought all these new gadgets, yeah. um, and now it's time to play with them. But now that it's time to play with them, we have to find a way to make sure that we're protected, make sure that we're aware of what's going on, and we need to know our stuff inside and out. And I think that was one of the things that I have all these gadgets in my house, but do I know how to work them inside and out? Do you know how to work all yours inside and out? To the people that are watching, do you know your new toys? Do you know it front, back, left, right? Do you know it inside and out? And I think that's something that we wanted to focus on at the top of the year. Say, hey, we got these gadgets. We got these toys, these electronics. We have to find a way to know our stuff so this is one that. of the cool things like he's been trying to get me to run this for a moment or this you know the service that we're using and um he knows how i feel about the service but uh <laughs> but i respect it. it it it's really easy to use easy to use shall we shall i say and with that being said you know getting back on this original topic of yeah. Um, the this this product here, uh, Apple do uh, Max can run on the same apps that you use on your iPhone. So if you have this new, if you're thinking about purchasing a MacBook this year and you get the one with the M1 chip, if I'm correct, am I right? Correct. If you, if you get the M1 chip, you can now install the same apps such as Instagram uh, and Post. You can also, but you have to have, if I'm right, uh, a MacBook Air, a MacBook Pro, uh, and a Mac Mini, the 2020 models or newer. Um, it has one of its several benefits, the Mac platform due to Apple's away from the Intel chips, including longer battery life and better performance. Um, you can use the Instagram app and you can post to it, or you can monitor your, your camera, uh, your ring doorbell or your camera feed from your your door as what you would normally do on your phone so i think that that's something that's 
Why would you not use it if you're going to be spending $3,000 on a MacBook? Why, why would you not have it as a one-stop shop? Um, you, you, know, so, you, you, you make, you make my, my heart feel good just to hear you talk Apple technology, Apple products, and Apple capabilities. That I mean, that, that's, that's this is really a win. So yes, today is a good day for sure. Uh, but but think about that. That that's pretty that's that's pretty groundbreaking. So you can buy this desktop environment. Yes, it has to have Apple's own M1 chip because they 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 moved away from they moved away from PowerPC. They moved away from IBM. They moved away from Intel with 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 their i3, i5, i7 chips, and now they're ma they're making their own processors. But the fact that you can actually cross install iOS apps onto the onto your your desktop device so right now they've got the mac mini correct so which is a desktop which is a headless desktop you bring your own keyboard you bring your own monitor you bring your own mouse to the headless unit and they've got the two uh laptops they've got the macbook air and which is i think it's 11 inches and they got the macbook pro which is only the 13 inch one out right now the technology is amazing, right? Again, just for, for the fact and the ability that you, you can now cross cross install iOS apps onto your your desktop device and engage and interact with them seamlessly, that's it, it, huge, right? It is. Every, I mean, they, they don't do it on on you know PC and Android, no. so no. I, so I, I will give Mac the game changer, you know, uh, innovative uh 2021 early year award because that i mean think about it if you're in front of your computer I, i'm just saying just honestly think about it you're in front of your computer and your ring doorbell goes off right yeah. and you have now have to go to your phone whereas you can just click on a link on your phone i mean on your laptop or your desktop and you can see it right there if you're already working from home or if you're on instagram and you're saying hey i just want to post i, I want to post right now i don't have to go to my phone and do it it's right there yeah. So yeah, that that's innovative, and, and I I definitely salute, um, you know, Apple for making that move, and hopefully Android and uh, PC will eventually jump that bandwagon, um, sooner than later, shall we say? Yeah, there there's some things coming on the PC side, but I mean, just just the whole integration piece of the ecosystem of the Apple ecosystem, just be, I mean, literally, look, I can copy and paste from my phone and have that paste show up on my desktop device. I don't I don't have to do anything else except Control C on my phone and then Control V on my on my laptop or my desktop, and and it's there. That type of thing, you you want it, you wish it was there, you, you don't think you need it. You don't ask for it, but yet and still Tim Cook and the engineers and everyone behind the scenes and product management and product development at Apple have integrated that into the environment. There are no manuals, right? So, so again, a lot of these things that we are finding out about just the usage of, of iOS and Mac OS, man, we're, we're out there hunting and pecking, trying to figure it out because they don't, they don't really announce a lot of this functionality a lot of times. So every time we get a new iOS update on our phones, I mean, we're, we're out there like it's Christmas again, right? Just trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, so that innovation and that that integration between a mobile and a desktop, I can see that more coming from Windows. I actually wish Windows still made a phone. I never had one, but just that whole um, Microsoft Windows phone was, was 
Yeah. I mean, the, the live tiles and all that. I thought that was cool. I wish Microsoft still made a phone. I just don't know if Google and Microsoft will do anything to where those paths, paths intersect. I can see probably from the Chromebooks and the Android devices, because again, we're talking about the same company, the same operating system. There could be some synergies amongst that. So I would say look out for that later on this year, because at CES, we saw a lot more powerful Chromebooks come out with real processors, not Celeron processors, right? Not not um, processors that you would find in a smart coffee maker or or, or, a, or a little cell phone, but actually real powerful i3, i5. I don't think I saw any i7, but you know, powerful processors in Chromebooks. So there may be some intersection in terms of functionality coming uh, on the Android and, and the Chromebook side this year. That's what's up. Well, speaking of CES, <laughs> little, little segue, huh? huh? Uh, yeah. Hey, man, we got to do it. The show is rolling. Time is ticking. People don't want to watch a two-hour and forty-minute show, man. You know, so we, we got to find we got to find a way to speed last week's show up <laughs> this week. Hey, that, um, that, we, that was two hours. That's two and a half hours that we did last year. Minutes. Yeah, that, that's I mean, last week, time. yeah. Uh, but there were some great companies uh, from CES that mm -hmm. we had. Wish we could have got more. Maybe we'll find a way to get some more on the show. Um, yeah. Bear with me, because this microphone stand that I have, it just oh. keeps, it, it just keeps just going down. And it's like I'm, I locked it in, but it keeps still dropping. I don't know why. But anyway, no, we, we, we might want to know which one that is. So we didn't know not to get that one off of Amazon. You want to give us some, oh, some like car center. So uh, this, okay. is, this is the okay. real deal, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> um, you know, I was one of the first ones that was um uh, I, I was one of the first ones that had the foldable phones for the 2020 model, the mm -hmm. LG V60. Love right. that. There we yeah. go. Let me see. Does it work? There, there you go. go. You have the two screens in one. Love that. Yep. So you got the two you got the two screens in one. Um, to where you can be on YouTube and send out a text message, you can be writing out notes. And reading news, copying and pasting, whatever, be on Cash App and you know, be playing a game, whatever the case may be. Um, but now, you know, if you had a chance to read anything tech news, one of the biggest stories that was out there was the LG rollable and the new rolling foldable phone. Um, that is kind of like I don't know, man. I want it, but I don't know if I'm willing to spend that. I, I don't know what yeah. the price point is going to be, but if you know what the price point, you know it's four figures. You you know it's four digits for sure. Um, but hey, let, let's let's give a shout out to LG because you got an LG right there in yeah. your in your hand, and LG has been incredibly innovative in terms of not not just proofs of concept, but they actually come out with. Your phone with the multiple screens, the uh, the one that flips and the wing, right, which which actually turns um, landscape and portrait mode. Mm -hmm. I saw it yesterday at T-Mobile. They they actually had it in the T-Mobile store. Okay. The only okay. bad thing about the phone is um, it's water resistant and it does not have the three point five millimeter jack to where you can plug your headphones in, and that's the only reason why I will not jump out of this phone because that that headphone jack really key when you need that microphone um yeah. but anyway with that being said lg if you uh, just google if you're watching google lg rollable 
Um, at the end of their uh, press conference, if I'm correct, um, well, I know what it is, but at the end of their press conference, the CEO was walking off of the stage and they had a gentleman that was watching the press conference from his phone like this, and the phone literally rolled down as opposed <laughs> to folding out. So instead of it doing like this, opening up like a book, it literally was like this, and it was rolling down. So this could be really where technology um, takes us. Um, I think everyone walked away saying that this was the, the tech of the, the if this if this comes into proof of life in 2021, yeah. that is definitely the technology that I think a lot of people want. Problem is, what's the price? Because right now the fold, this phone was under a thousand dollars. This phone in my hand. But the Z Fold and the Razor, if I'm correct, they're priced at about eighteen to twenty one hundred dollars. Yeah. They are. Um, yeah. The Flex Pie, which is the uh, man, I cannot think of the Royale. Um, I was at CES 2019. They had the they introduced the first foldable phone. I had it in my hand and I saw it, but it had it was kind of some bugs and it was a concept phone. I think they released it, but it was the first foldable phone that was released. But then Samsung released their phone, but then people were taking the plastic off. And they were taking the plastic off. The screens were bricking. Dang, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that that kind of set Samsung's production back. Um, then they came out with their Z Fold, if I'm correct. Yes. But then LG released at the start of the pandemic, the very first week of the pandemic, they released this phone. And I'm going to pat myself on the back. I was able to secure <laughs> one. I literally called every T-Mobile store in the state of Georgia and uh, probably in the surrounding areas of South Carolina, uh, Alabama, and Tennessee. And I ended up sitting on hold for about 45 minutes to speak to a young lady that was in another country wow. that had to order the phone for me um, so I can have it uh, two days later. So wow. I literally was one of the first ones in the state of Georgia to have this phone. So I I'm very proud. To have it um i've had to be very careful because it does not come with the case as the phone is the case so you have the actual okay. phone regular phone here and then you have the case and it drop this part here it shatters the glass I, I, i'm a living witness to this but you can't find the case anywhere so you have to literally warranty it out and do a claim to get a new case so now you have to be extra cautious with this phone wow. because you don't have an otterbox case or anything of that nature. But with that being said, LG um, basically said that they teased the, the smartphone with the smartphone uh, with a screen that rolls out and, and hints at a comeback for mobile devices. But here's the funny thing. Just today, right before we went on, T-Mobile said that there's a possibility that they might, possibility that they might end their phone um their phone line so it's not guaranteed yet i'm praying that they don't but they have not been able to get a large uh a huge response from um people because huawei samsung and apple have kind of taken over 
um, the market share, shall we say. Mm. And unfortunately, LG, there's a few loyal ones like myself. Um, but, you know, they may end up discontinuing. They say that it was not a guarantee, but they think that this might be something um, um, where they might discontinue their phone, their phone line. Um, so it may just be TVs and other yeah. smart devices. And I hate to see them go. Um, yeah, I think I think that would be a mistake. To be honest with you, because uh, you think of like OnePlus, you think of um, Motorola and what they had and what they have now. Uh, you think of um, geez, Sony, Sony Ericsson, right? I mean, they're still on the market with some niche phones that that meet a need. Uh, LG has always been smart in my opinion and and trailed so uh, not sony but and trailed samsung right they, they've, they've seen what samsung comes out with with their galaxies and with all of their devices and they saw the whole fiasco that samsung had with their folded phone and how those things were like you said the screens were peeling the thing that the hinges were breaking off and they said oh you know what i'm not going to release anything until we get our stuff right before we put that on the market then they came out with the phone you have in your pocket then they came out with the uh the wing and now they've announced something completely groundbreaking with with this rollable phone i think it would be a disservice to the consumer if they completely let go of their uh of their mobile phone division um my well, opinion. The, the thing is how do you find a phone one LG does not advertise the way Samsung and Apple does. I mean, you go into any cell phone store, the first thing that they try to do is push a Samsung or an Apple. That's true. You know, to you, they don't even tell you about the LG phone. You ask the sales representative, "Can you tell me anything about this phone here, which is LG or a OnePlus?" They can barely tell you anything about those products. So I wonder what incentives are those other companies giving? those sales associates for all of the cell phone companies to say, Hey, we want to push out these phones and you need to make these phones priority. Why is LG not, you know, giving out that same incentive? Yeah. And then number two, um, you know, why is it that you can go to Best Buy and if you have any problems with Samsung, you know, have a dedicated Samsung rep, inside of a Best Buy. Whereas why can't you do that with like a Target or LG? Or why can't you do that with, you know, another location? I understand that COVID is here. And so people are gonna be a little you know, leery of going out and speaking to somebody, but LG should have a dedicated, you know, division in certain stores to say, hey, if you have any questions about our product, why not? You know, so yeah. um, I, I think also, a price point of $2,000. I don't think America is ready to spend $2,000. I think Apple pushed the limit with eleven dollars to $1,200 uh, for their phones last year. But I mean, what were the sales or what were the numbers for, you know, the new phones? I think, like you said, you're going to skip this generation because, you know, the 11 already had the 12 pretty much had everything the 11 had with the exception of one or two things. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not willing to pay $1,200 for a phone. No. I don't. 
not gonna do it but i so i, I want to piggyback off of an, and shouts out to ignario coming in off of youtube that that's where we're going to be pushing the majority oh. of our content in in the future so shouts out for watching this from there and i agree with you on that brother right lg is focused on the digital home they're focused on uh washing dryers they're focused on refrigerators they they're not going to take money out of their out of their marketing budget to put someone physically in best buy or fries or what is it is it micro center things of that nature what's going to keep them moving kind of very similar to one plus is that 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 niche market who says you know what this is the coolest phone it's got these these cool functions and these cool capabilities like the wing like your multiple screen camera and that's how they're going to blow it up also i can guarantee you apple is not incentivizing anybody for anything <laughs> only reason everyone's buying an apple only reason the majority of folks are buying apple iphones is because everyone else has one and because they see it as a premium product because it costs so much it's it's a mind game it, it look bro i worked for the company for eight years i know i'm drinking the kool-aid i i am i'm 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 deep in the i'm deep in the sauce but let me tell you, let me tell you something. There there are some features and some functions, yes, on a especially a stock Android device that I really miss. That I I wish that an Apple device would have. It's just not going to happen because it's that's just not where it's set up. Samsung is huge. Samsung is number two from a mobile technology perspective. So yeah, they're going to have the Samsung experience. They're going to have Samsung stores. They're going to have those representatives in those big box stores that are touting their wares. Why? Because they are in the digital home as well. They've got, they've got the watches, they've got the phones, they've got the televisions and all of those things talk and work together. LG is not focused on that. They're focused on the big, big price, higher margin types of things. You're not going to make a lot of money as a company by selling cell phones. You're just not. Okay, but before Stop. we go, before I go into my comment, I need you to say that right there on the screen. <laughs> say fanboys. Look, hey, bro, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll admit, I told you, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I, I am. I'm an old Steve Jobs guy, man. I had my I had my one-on-one -on -one with him at one time when I when I ran a team at at Power School with the vision of Apple. I don't you know. Was trying I to saw. get fired that day, weren't you? you, you I, look, I, look, I knocked him down by accident. We we could talk about that story too. I was coming out of the building, out of the out of Info Loop, Infinite Loop, and I didn't see him. He's shorter than I am. I knocked the man down. You're like you, seven feet tall, like me. I look. I was just looking. <laughs> Six, six six feet right six six one with with, with my with my uh stacy adams that i had on that day probably you know my floor shines uh, <laughs> i knocked him down i i had to help him get back up i again started sweating because i heard all of the stories of you know you could be in an elevator with mr jobs he'll ask you what is it that you do for the company if he doesn't like what your response is on your way out you could be walked out on your way out <laughs> he could be on your way out but he is one of the, he was one of those insane geniuses right him uh richard branson elon musk the, just a whole different mindset about those folks and i've i've got his crazy ones quote on my wall here in my office so i i re and i speak a statement that he made to the organization many many years ago all we're trying to do is put a dent in the universe. I'm not trying to change everything. 
We're not, we're not trying to necessarily make, make big moves all at once. All I want to do is make a dent in the universe. That's so, I mean, that's, that's a whole, yeah, we, we can go on for, for, for hours and days about that. Yeah. Yes. I'm a fanboy. Yes. Yes. I am. I'm a jobs guy. So, so with that being said, I don't want, even though we spoke about LG today, yeah. Uh, TCL also released a roll yeah. phone as well. So not sleep on TCL, even though yeah, the TCL TVs, stuff. um, but they did release uh, a rollable phone as well. And hopefully we'll see a concept with one of these companies, TCL or LG before the end. And then from my understanding, I sent you something earlier this week where Apple is thinking about doing a fold. So, uh, whereas LG and TCL is on rollable, yeah. uh, Apple is thinking about doing a fold. I don't know if that's something that may come fruition because you know, you know, their phone sales, whether I dog yeah. them out, clown them, or whatever, it's it's simple. It works. People like to pay the premium price. If if it works, it works. Yeah, you know, I, I don't see that happening, right? Again, again, to reference this question from from uh, from, my, from my mama here about small fold phones, I, I don't see Apple doing that just for the fact that they are in love with that candy bar style, right? That that whole rectangle style. It, it just. But did you just, see the link that I sent you? I, I I did, but you know, I again being on the inside for a little bit, I have I became accustomed to knowing that rumors are rumors and you don't believe anything until there's a physical skew until it's literally in the store or literally on the website, because there's so many things that are churning in those R and D labs. Uh, look, we were supposed to have an Apple car by now, right? We, we were supposed to have a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't see them deviate. I would like to see Apple deviate and do a touchscreen uh, laptop that needs to happen. Forget foldable phones and forget all that other stuff. They need to catch up to the uh, Windows uh, environment and actually have a touchscreen laptop. But that's where I'm at. Uh, switching gears just a little bit. Um, have you ever been hacked? I have been hacked, man. Why? Why? Why are you bringing up bad news too? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, look, well, we want to we, we want to protect people going into 2021. Mm. So with that being said, I'm asking you because I think I may have gotten hacked, but you know, I don't care what you do. Somebody tried to hack into my website. I ignored the email. I just thought it was spam. I kind of dismissed it. I called my uh, web hosting. They put some type of spam blocker. I fooled around and deleted one of my email accounts, but not thinking take the the forwarding off of the email. So I deleted the account and I'm still getting the email from the forwarding account that I got hacked on. Mm -hmm. uh, with that being said, ransomware victims that have backups are paying ransom to stop hackers from leaking their stolen data. So, I mean, the one thing about me, the content that I create, I don't worry about the negativity. So there's nothing bad out there, but if you have something that uh, is sensitive, how much are you willing to pay? Look, that, that's a huge question for individuals versus companies, right? So if someone breaks into your bank and steals all of the passwords and all of the accounts, information, your social security number, that's a problem. That's a problem that 
I'll just say a, a name, not, not saying that they've been directly affected. Something like a Wells Fargo or Bank of America or whomever has has to deal with on their end, tighten up their systems, close those holes, and notify the end users. And then you, as the individual caught up in the midst of that hack or that intrusion, need to change your passwords and 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 monitor activity in your accounts. It's it's just such a hassle and. Here's a good thing for us, right, from a lab perspective, because we talk consumer technology and we talk about how to make it relevant to consumers and the individual. Simple passwords, don't do it. The same password for multiple accounts, don't do it. Uh, don't don't have the same password. If you have multiple banking institutions, don't have the same password that you have for another one. Have numeric and alpha have an alphanumeric password have special characters in there have the uh, and sign the exclamation point the at sign within the password and don't use something easily identifiable of you within that with that password like don't use your don't use your middle name all caps or all lower and then just try to put the uh, the ampersand at the end of it I mean, that that's just that'll take a a hacker 10 seconds instead of four seconds to uh, to crack. Um, it, it's, it's just so much of a tiresome burden experience when you are a subject to a ransomware attack as, as the end consumer. So the best way to avoid that for yourself is one is so one is nothing in this world is given to you for free. And if it sounds too good to be true, it is. You're not getting a free phone. You're not winning a trip to Mexico just because you you respond to an email. You're, you're not winning a car from someone random that calls you. All those phishing attacks and phishing attempts are just ways of trying to get your information. So, so delete those emails, unsubscribe from a lot of uh, mailing lists that really are irrelevant to you. And have a secure password for all of your critical data because once you put yourself out there once you put your name and your 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 contact information your house your mailing address your your email address your phone number once you put that out there one place and, and that gets compromised they got you so basically real quick i want to jump into this article real quick it said uh last year many of the most successful ransomware gangs uh added an additional tech uh technique in an effort to coerce of their victims into paying ransom, um, they basically said money started only with one ransomware gang, this tactic, but it ended as an additional 17 ransomware crews had taken publishing stolen data of victims if they didn't receive the payment. So I guess if one started it and it worked, and it was like the other, like, hey, I'm going to do it as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's one of those situations where um, trying to see they were saying that you had to pay by Bitcoin of hundreds or thousands of dollars, millions of dollars to cyber criminals. And it wasn't just individuals that was attacked. Um, and I wanted to highlight this. this. They really reached out. Ransomware attacks claimed thousands of, thousands of victims during last year with hundreds of government agencies. Yeah, healthcare facilities and universities, as well as private companies, among those hit by cyber criminal uh, attempts at extortion. And I remember hearing a report where the city of Atlanta, um, they got hacked, mm -hmm. and it was do they pay the money? And it was like 
we've heard about the story, but it's like, want to hack the city of Atlanta, you know, like, but have sensitive data there, you know, definitely, what about definitely. the hospitals, you're releasing, you know, sensitive information, your medical records, you know, what about, you know, the school? My thing is, hey, can you erase those student loans for me? You know, get Joe <laughs> Biden, you know, President Biden, I need you. Can, to, can you hook me up with Sally? Can, call Sally Bay up, right, and help yeah, me out with those numbers. You, right? Yeah, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do it, help the people. Don't just be selfish and do it for yourself. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm I love it out there. Um, but some of the things that you can do, like you said. Phishing remains one of the key methods of distributing ransomware, especially following the rise in remote working. So you should not, if employees are suspicious about something, they should report it, especially of opening emails and attachments. Um, Organizations should make sure that they have a good patching strategy, which once again, most people create websites, but they don't even think about, well, how do I security or, or foolproof myself? They just want the website up and it's right. like, hey, you got to think about that security because, yeah, the website looks good. But if somebody can literally go into your system and take you out, you're done once they because the moment you blow up like a Tesla, they're going to be trying to, you know, they're going to be trying to take you out. Right Wait. now, you're a nobody. You're an upstart. You're a startup. Nobody's not checking for you. But the second you make a a deal with Google or Apple or Samsung or, you know, you close with Hyundai or Ford or whatever major company and you merge or make a merger with them, those hackers are going to come for you. You know, yep. look at TikTok and, uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram. You know, you're partners with Facebook. They're going to come. For you. So, I mean, I just hope that as we go into 2021, you know, you start thinking about, like you said, those special characters. I have to go back because I have 74 passwords that could potentially be compromised, you know, and it's like, let's find some different passwords because that's those passwords have been around for years. And, you know, it's time to expand our mind, expand yeah. our brain, shall we say. So yeah. now, um, what, what, so a tool that I use, bring it back to technology, I use uh, LastPass to. Yeah maintain passwords for me. So I have a master password, a long one with multi uh, alphanumeric yep. characters. And then that goes to, and that goes and creates very secure passwords to all my other institutions. So there's LastPass, there's one password. I'm using Norton Vault right now. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Norton Vault has kind of saved me from, they're catching some things and they're saying, hey, time out, you might want to look at that. So um, I don't know if we have enough time to do this last article. But I'm trying to see if I can get it over there. But it it kind of coincides with this one here. And I just got an email, shall we say, uh, from um did I do it right? I don't know if I did it right. Um you're out here. You do this more than I do. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, speaking of the passwords, I just got an email right before the show with my banking institution saying you need to activate a two FA. Say the word for me, please. <laughs> two factor. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Why you scroll down? Two factor authentication. As he pulls himself off of camera, you know, bring us back on camera, brother. Bring us back on camera. Two factor authentication: the, <laughs> the ability to have a different, an, an extra layer of 
of security as you access your account. So you, one factor is you type in your password at the site. And then the two factor would be where the site actually sends you a text message to a known device, like your email account or to your mobile phone. And it gives you a, um, it gives you a, a code that you type into the site to double authenticate yourself that it's you going into, into the environment. Brian Green, that's a good man right there. He knows about this. He, he, he's deep in technology as well. He, uh, he is one of my old Apple cohorts as well, so he can corroborate my stories of, of the days of, of Jobs. But two-factor authentication is... is, is him when, uh, you, you ran into Steve Jobs and say, I might be out the door? He, he wasn't there that day, but um, <laughs> but, he, but he was he was part of the organization at the same time. So yeah, he you know he he's one of the smarter minds, one of the engineering minds back in in those days. So, uh, but yeah, to get get back to security and again uh, ransomware, we talked about that. But um, multi-factor authentication, two-factor authentication, it, it just makes sense, especially when you're dealing with um, financial institutions. Uh, if, if you've got an account with whatever whatever your bank is, turn on that two-factor authentication so it texts you back so Wells Fargo or B of A or whomever your banking is knows that it's you trying to log in. Uh, and especially if you're trying to access from a different site or from a different location, if you're not at home. Or from a different device. Exactly, a different device. You're, if you're out on vacation somewhere and you're using your friend's phone or your your friend's laptop or something and you're trying to get into your account to see something it doesn't know it's you but when you authenticate to your mobile device with that particular code then there's that extra layer of security so so that that's really really critical really critical for sure i i want to well before we and like i said once again i wanted to highlight this because we're starting the new year and there's some things that we're all it's like we're all happy that christmas is over with is like start saving our money up again <laughs> but at the same token um we're starting to play with our toys and as we start to play with our toys let's start thinking about the security not just for myself not just for you but anybody that watches this show start thinking about how do you protect yourself to where you're not getting uh a ransomware or you're getting hacked or you're getting locked out of your account start prepping yourself to say you know what Let's make this the new normal. Bring mm. a new leaf with America today. This is a great way for us to, you know, say, hey, let's all learn together. Because I'm weak in some areas, just like James is strong mm. in the other areas, and, and vice versa, you know. Mm -hmm. he, he has areas of strengths that I don't have. And, you know, like I said, it's just one of those things where I think that it's one of those things, and I'm rambling right now, but I'm trying to find my words. but. You don't have your minute made with you. That's the reason why you don't have your minute made. Uh, you know what? I didn't even bring it on the show yet. Yeah, so sponsored by, but I <laughs> it's not sponsored by, but I am going to drink it. But before the end of this season, we're gonna find some way to get some type of sponsorship because I love this product right here. So he's got his he's got his uh his adult beverage. I have, I have, oh. I have my beverage. Was you, I didn't know. Oh yeah, you were seeing, you were seeing that when it came on the screen. I'm sorry. You look. I'm, I'm just, I'm toasting the day, guy. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, we're gonna toast. There you go. So, and you know what? The funny thing is, somebody said, "Cowboy, 
stop drinking out the cart and that's ghetto. And I'm like, well, that's part of the show. And, and look, in today's show, I didn't even bring it on the show. So we, I, we get, I, we get I, was, I was starting to get a little parched. So I appreciate you, you know, <laughs> taking care of me, brother. I appreciate that. We we, we right. keep we keep it real. We keep it we keep it real. We we entertain, we enlighten, and we educate. That is that is what we do. Before we go, because I know we're about to wrap, um, shout out to Robbie Cabral uh, from Benji Lock. See, I got the product right. You know what? I got a new lens. Let me see. It's supposed to automatically do it. See, does it do it? I I've been waiting to do this, but it. Uh oh, doesn't. you got you got to put that that sixteen millimeter on on autofocus there. That that's what you got to do because you don't have the bokeh action going in the back. Yeah. Oh, I don't auto. Yeah. You don't stuff. have that. You don't have that Sigma sixteen doing the uh, autofocus. Yeah, yeah. We we gonna have to figure that out for next week. But anyway, shout out to Robbie Cabral. Cabral. Uh, who you with? As you see it right behind me. Who you with? Benjula. Um, He was on WSB TV, and it was funny because we had just interviewed him last Tuesday as our last interview. Yeah. And um, I look up on the news, and he was literally being interviewed as one of the top products that they found over at CES. And I'm like, he was on our show. Yes. Now, you're using... You got some product in the mail, and I got some product in the mail, and I haven't had a chance to do a review on it just yet. But oh God, this is so yeah. Cool. I Shout gotta, out to J Five Create. Yeah, uh, J Five Create. I'm so sorry that my autofocus is not working right now, but we're gonna have it right. But I was able to get this product here. It is the dual HDMI video capture card, where you can use two cameras at the same damn time. Two cameras. Two cameras. So, two cameras at the same time uh, with this capture card. So I use another uh, 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 capture card device. I'm not going to say their name right now, mm. um, but I'm going to play with this over the week and I'm going to tell you how I think but or what I think of this product here. And right now, if you go to J5 Create, it's called the JVA06. So if you're looking for a capture card, you can kill two birds with one stone because it's two capture cards. And what the price is for capture cards, you're getting two of them for the price of one. It's $210 um, if you get it on their website today or or probably until the end of the month. I'm not sure, but the normal price is about $239. And one capture card alone goes for $299. So if yes. you're thinking about, um, thinking about um, doing live streaming, you need a capture card before you then turn the camera on and plug it into your computer. You got to have a capture card. So for you to have this product where you have two at the same time, that makes sense. So I haven't had a chance to do the review. I will. James, you got a little product over there, so you can take me off the big screen. And <laughs> you get to play with your toy real quick. Tell no them what worry. you Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, no, I, I'm rocking the J, the J Create JVCU. 435. It's a 4K uh, Ultra HD webcam. This thing has uh, 5K digital zoom built in. It's got auto pan and tilt built in. It's got uh, night compensation. So this is what I'm using now. I actually have unplugged my mirrorless and DSLR camera and I'm using this. I love the fact that look, I can easily, using a remote control, do the pan and tilt with this camera to make sure that I 
and, and focus and, and screen. This is, this is this is one more time. We don't want to see. We don't okay, see. let let me let me reset. There we go. So let me. Oh, oh, oh. you see the kicks on the back foot. And you see, I, that's why I zoomed in. You didn't want to see the. You didn't want to see the Nikes back there. So let and you me, got a remote control in your hand. I got. I'm, I'm just. I'm just pushing the button there. Uh, left, right, up, down. Very, very nice. Very effective. I can actually have a privacy filter, so I can take myself off screen. Wow. Okay. Top at the touch of a button, so it's pretty cool. What was the retail price for this one? This this bad boy is going for. I already known the information. I, see, don't start that. No, because it's on sale now. But he, I right. do have the link to the post that I wrote about there. So originally it's one sixty nine ninety nine. It's on sale now for one fifty. Uh, this is comparable to. The Logitech Brio, I'll, I'll, I'll say a competitor's name because I use a Brio on another laptop, but the Brio is fantastic. But this J5 Curate with this remote control and with this auto pan and tilt capability and with the low light functionality. Look, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me do this. Watch this. Hold on. Let me do this before. So I got all I got all my lights on right here. So let me turn off all the lights. That's me with no lights at all in here. And that's coming from the low light sensor from this J5 Create uh, webcam. That's incredible. I, I got my hues in the back, obviously, but look, this this is an amazing, amazing view. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will actually do an on-screen demo here and I will go to my mirrorless camera so you can see what the difference is. Oh, that's the mirrorless camera right that's the, now. That's the mirrorless camera right now. I'm sorry, that that thing in front of it is the J5 Curate, but that, that that's why that's there. You're looking extra chocolate. <laughs> but there you go. But you know the the whole light okay. experience coming from this webcam is incredible. So I highly recommend it. Decent price, 150. Look, you're not going to find anything of this high quality at this price uh, much of anywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, the 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 big boy out there, Logitech has their fantastic product, and those are good products. But this is not something to sleep on. Take a look at J5 Create. I'm going to say this. Uh, put, put me back on the main screen. I don't know if I did it right. Put me back on the main screen. Who you with? Who you with? Who you with? I, I think it might be J5 Create this week. So we with J5 Create. There's a reason why I put it up there. Maybe I find a, uh, a, another saying next week. I got this, this little uh, board here. But we'll find new words or whatever. But this week, it's who you with. And this week, is J5 Create. So... That's what's up. Uh, you got your, your 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 webcam. I got the dual HDMI capture card. So I'm gonna try and see if I can do two cameras next week. That will be the goal. See if I can uh, uh, stream with, you know, to look sexy on on the right side <laughs> and, look, and look handsome on on the other side. That's what we're gonna try and do. So with that being said, I appreciate everybody for checking us out. Make sure you learn those products this week. Um. Make sure you work on that 2FA. What What is it called again? Two-factor authentication. I'm going to write it down and send it to you. In, in, in. I, <laughs> so I can't say it, but he said it. Two-factor. One more time. Authentication. There it is. There's in my crooked letter, crooked letter I. No. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> With that being said, uh, congratulations, uh, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. And uh, POTUS, Mr. Joe Pot, Mr. President Joe Biden. We look forward to seeing positive things. You know what it is. What's the name of the show? 
Ladies and gentlemen, shouts out to the lab. We out. <laughs>